four comedians are also real good friends working on jokes the fun never ends they're asking each other is this anything everybody else is i want you to know that i would do this as a bit walking around the way that rob is but i don't want to get up (laughs) do you still have legs right I'm I not, do still have legs. And that's where you live. <laughs> I've never seen you move from that. You're always in that same position, too. So I got this joke Jared about being lazy. Jared is a lazy. paraplegic. <laughs> I've got this joke about how you should be able to just live in your bed and it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> Wouldn't it be really funny if this blew up and... Um, you know our our um, our idea that you know we would be able to do a show one day where we we do the bits live after they're worked out, um, and then everybody, all the audience was surprised because Jerry came out in a wheelchair, like in, in the same position too, no less. It's like a it's like a lounge uh, wheelchair, a la- yeah, a lounge, uh, a chaise lounge. So decadent. <laughs> Actually, you should do that even though you're not paralyzed. <laughs> I imagine no matter where I'm going, I'm just like constantly like stroking my chest. <laughs> just like, mm, would you push the elevator button for me? I, as you can see, I'm quite the invalid. <laughs> uh, whoever's just listening to the podcast is not uh, getting the full effect here. We're doing mm. a, lot of, a lot of sight gags today. Yeah. Subscribe well, you know what? I actually get rewatched the, get the video. a little bit of our stuff, and we do a lot of sight gags in general. Um, so that is something to keep in mind. Um, you know, I've listened to podcasts that were that had a video element that they did have sight gags that I would miss out on, and I gotta say that it was, you know, it never inspired me to go seek out the video, and it never inspired me to stop watching. Hey, mm. that's great. So I don't think it's that big of a deal. Did you ever read Born Standing Up, Steve Martin's? Uh, I did read Born book. Standing Up. Yeah, uh, I think he references that where his his. Uh, his set was so visual that when they wanted to cut an album, he was like, is that going to work? You know, or, or at least someone was confused and concerned. And then it was just so fun that even when you're listening at home, you're just like imagining like, what is he doing? Like the crowd's mm-hmm. going crazy and I don't even know what he just pulled out of his hat or whatever he used. Mm-hmm. And it didn't seem to matter. I mean, this was the 70s, but people didn't really seem to care. Yeah, I think we're all good in the hood, boys. Yeah, we're good, especially if we leave in this explanation. Then nobody, <laughs> nobody has any reason to question it. There's going to be sight gags, guys. That's true. Oh, What's that bird doing behind Brett, though? That's crazy. <laughs> Multicolored. Oh, oh, this bird? <laughs> I didn't even notice. Oh, man. Uh, oh, I was thinking that, um, you know, just for, for, uh, for starts, that if we could get into the smallest of habits of, you know, just throwing in, is this anything at the beginning of our, our pitches? Just, you know, to get a vibe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I usually, uh, is this I usually, thing? I was, uh, whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a little too cute for me. <laughs> I gotta be honest. <laughs> I'm with Jared on that one. <laughs> Damn it. I always say something like that anyway. So, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm like, well, I don't know if there's anything here, but... Uh, yeah, yours are so down on yourself. You're just like, I mean, I could probably kill myself, but this is the joke I came up with. <laughs> yeah, I got this fucking piece of shit right here. Let me just get this out of the way. <laughs> uh, for, for all three of us, it's the show is, is this anything? But for Anthony, it's this probably isn't anything. <laughs> 
It well, would change the name of the, the show to This Probably Sucks. I don't know why I'm wasting everybody's time <laughs> with this garbage. With the Riff Boys. <laughs> and Anthony. Hey, come on. Oh, I've been demoted. I'm not even a Riff Boy anymore. You're a Riff Boy now? Because I'm a Riff Man. Uh, there we go. Riff Boys to Riff Bar Mitzvah. <laughs> oh, shit. All, All right, right, so, uh, Jared, what's the order today? Jared Machine, beep, boop, boop. Uh, <laughs> this week, we are doing Jared, Anthony, Brett, and Rob. Whoa, <laughs> closing it out. Okay. Nice. Mm. Anthony, Brett, and Rob, we got a Jabber Day today. Jabber Days. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jabber. All right. You guys ready to get this party started? Hell I'm sorry, what, what was the order again? Uh, Jared, Anthony, Brett, and Rob. Got it. Okay, so... All right, starting my time. I'm going to walk you guys through this idea. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. Please remind me at the end. You know how hard it is for me at the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to walk you guys through the entire thought process here because I'm really not sure how to get into this um, except for the actual story of how I thought of it. So, Oh, great. I was, um, I was on Edibles um, on Friday... And I was listening to music and I was just like vibing like crazy. And I was thinking like, God, this feels so good to just be listening to music and being high. And then I was like, heroin can't feel better than this because this is like the best feeling, you know? And then I was like, you know what? Heroin probably does feel better than this, but it's like a shorter period of time. So it's like the same amount of good compacted into like only 30 minutes instead of like three or four hours. And then I was like, well, in that case, I would still pick being high on weed then because it's more efficient to have like the the pleasure spread out over a long period of time than to have it like all at once and then need to do it again and then i was like you know what i would pick that with orgasms too like if instead of like having a super intense like moment of ecstasy i would change it to where like after you have sex you just have like a really nice day you know, like the rest of your <laughs> rest of your day just feels better a little bit, you know. And so like that's the whole thought process. And I think that there's too much there for that to be like I know that's like kind of a style of an intro of a joke where you like walk the audience through like this this giant marathon right. of how you got yeah. to the idea. But I still think the idea of extending an orgasm is longer. I just don't know how to how I would justify it then. Mm. Oh, you could definitely get there too. I think you could take wipe the drugs from your mind and there's a, there's a better way to get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it were as simple as saying, uh, uh, you could just say, I um, like to, um, I like everything in moderation or so, something along those lines. Just, mm-hmm. I prefer this style of life. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like the drug analogy so much that I wouldn't want you to actually get rid of it personally. I, I like comparing it, it the could idea. Be punched up or something, or I just think that different drugs. Like everybody is pretty aware of the fact that different drugs have a different, you know, scale mm. of highness. Where it's like, oh, it comes on strong, but then the come down's terrible. Or mm. you know, you don't want it. Ecstasy's great, but you're gonna want to kill yourself later. You know, this weed's good. Mushrooms are this. Heroin's that. So all that, I think, that's pretty much known enough that people mm. get it. That if you then say, I just wish that we, I could have that amount of choice 
in orgasms. I think I I love that comparison to be able to have the choice in orgasms. Be like, oh, today I think I just want <laughs> one of those. <laughs> Come on, quick, and be miserable <laughs> for the rest of the day. Yeah, uh, but it, it, if you're going to do in that format, which I love, uh, just say today I'd, I'd prefer to have a weed kind of orgasm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and then you can oh, go yeah. to the analogy, and yeah. then then you're playing with you know. Both saying this is what weed is like, and also how funny it would be to have an orgasm in this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're going to do the drug analogy, am I, I don't know if it feels like it would be funny if you somehow mentioned like with heroin, it's it's sort of like you could you would weed is almost like microdosing heroin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's fine. I like the idea because nobody microdoses heroin. I don't think. <laughs> I, I haven't heard of it. I think you start microdosing and then it becomes regular. <laughs> pretty pretty quick. Well, I th- <laughs> <laughs> but it would be like you know once in a while, not not spread out through the day. Not like all right, just just a little <laughs> bit, and then in another hour, over here. I get to do a little bit more. <laughs> okay. I like the idea that I know that you started off being high, like you came up with this while you ate an edible. Mm -hmm. Um, But for some reason, I don't know, I'm losing my train of thought on this, but it, um, I don't know if, if, because if you brought back something to do with how you come up with jokes uh, while high or something, Mm -hmm. it was, it was a light thought that I was having, but I'm not sure because people talk about coming up with jokes while they're high uh, eating an edible, this is one of them. But what kind of jokes would you come up with on different drugs? Maybe. Mm. I'm not sure if anything. If you mention the edible, maybe you should mention edible underwear later. <laughs> I'm <When> listening. <laughs> I mean, I don't, know, I don't know how it ties in, but <laughs> he's using drugs and sex, and they both... They both have some connection to edible. You know what? That's a good point. That's a good yeah. point. I was, <laughs> I, I was lost I was laughing. at the beginning. Great note. <laughs> Again, Anthony. <laughs> what? This I was laughing. A great note. It seemed out of, out of nowhere, but when thinking about what? it, there really is a very No, the thread, the thread makes sense. That was if on you, if I, I you started out by saying it and you weren't even sure if you needed to, mm-hmm. you could yeah. tie it in by somehow incorporating edible underwear. I don't know. Yeah. What, Especially if it's lacy and it has a tie. <laughs> <laughs> I like the edible. Now I understand it. Before I didn't understand it. <laughs> what was, I still don't understand under, it. What's not because I, I was stupid. I wasn't thinking. I was just like I thought you were just playing strict word association. You heard the word edible. That's what I th- still think. Yeah. Same. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that you were going to sex and sex, I was like, oh yeah, of course. You were just mentioning orgasms. Uh, that is very point. smart. <laughs> okay. I did like it better when it was just word association. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes sense because there's edibles and drugs. There's edibles, and drugs. right, right, right. But I'm just saying, when no, I first heard it, I didn't think yeah. that you were making. The, I didn't make that connection, so I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, I thought you were just like edible arrangements, edible yeah. drugs. <laughs> yeah, drugs. So maybe you should talk about like dragging something, <laughs> like, like on the rug. Drugs, <laughs> dragging something on the rug. Bugs. <laughs> as long as you don't say the word Porsche in this joke, I think it's okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, I got one more. Anything else for that one, guys? Apparently, no. That's everything I say. No, we, it made sense once we got it. That's just what we thought. Once you guys get to my level, this will be a lot. Maybe, we have Maybe you don't need all this time to figure out my jokes. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Out of curiosity, guys, do you hear this bird in the background? Or We do. I was actually thinking, I didn't want to take away from Jared's time, but now that we're doing <laughs> it, it, I was thinking, you lost your train of thought because it's just so peaceful outside behind yeah. you. <laughs> I like it, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I can thinking, hear the bird. It's great. Rob, can you turn down your uh, bird air conditioner? <laughs> <laughs> I could go back inside if, it's, if this is... No, no, it's I, fine. I think very it's nice. nice. It's very it's soothing. Nice. Yeah, it's really cool. taking me there. <laughs> Okay, um, so this one, the, the justification is like a little bit, I feel like you need to... <laughs> you, Anthony. It's not working for some reason. I feel like the justification is kind of a little slapdash. It maybe needs to be cleaned up, but this is just okay. a justification that I have right now. Um, I don't understand this. I don't understand how angry like masculine guys get. Like They think that that's a part of their masculinity you know, how, how easily they rage out because there really is nothing more masculine than not caring about something. Like I remember my, fas- my fiance asked me like just as a lark, if I would ever let her paint my toenails, like a fun color, like pink or something. And I said, sure. And she was like, you're not worried that that's too effeminate. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. You think I give a shit if my nails are painted, just do a good job. I don't be hanging out with my bros. <laughs> some deep cracked fucking pink nail color, you know, <laughs> Lipstick uh, on your teeth. How embarrassing. I, <laughs> I love this whole premise, um, mm-hmm. but your punchline tends to uh, conflict with it because then you are caring about the color. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but oh, no, I really love it. It's also well. super funny. Yeah. Uh, caring I, I, that it's done well as opposed to not caring that it's effeminate. But I see your yeah. point. Yeah. So I'm wondering like, if there's a way to toe that line or something. Toe. <laughs> Uh, I I love the, the funniest part to me. <laughs> Rob, I don't know if you heard it because you were in motion, but he said toe that line, and Anthony just went toe. <laughs> I did not I wait. I cannot wait until we're all at Anthony's level. I cannot wait until we're all that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. So, what were you guys saying about making my joke better? That was <laughs> the, the, the part I laughed at the most was when you did go back on your word, and you were you cared about the. I mean, do a good job. <laughs> that mm-hmm. that that whole thing made me. That was great. Do you think, um, Brett? So, going back to your point about it's it contradicts the punchline to then care if it's a good job or not. Do you think that the solution to that is to like blow out the first part of the punchline where um, I'm being so, I, I just don't, I, I sort of like get deeper into how much I don't care, you know, like I don't give a fuck. Do yeah. you give a fuck if my nails are painted? Like, is that better to like hype that part up? You know, uh, I, I, I do think so personally. Because then part of the fun is that the second joke is that you actually wind up caring very much. Hmm. Uh, what were you thinking, Brett? Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure I follow. Hmm. So instead of because right now I have it as I don't give a fuck. You think I give a shit if my nails are painted? Just do a good job. Like I don't want to be hanging out with my bros with some cheap fucking cracked nail color. Um, but instead it would be I don't give a fuck. You think I give a fuck if my nails are painted? Fucking paint my nails. Fucking paint my dick. Fucking paint my eyeballs. I don't give a shit. You know? <laughs> and then just like keep on going with how how little 
being effeminate affects me because of yeah. how masculine I really am, you know, like that's um, the, essentially the premise. I think you would honestly have to try it out because uh, one thing that I have realized uh, in comedy is that uh, a, a logical fallacy or a contradiction to a setup does not matter to an audience if it's funny. Yeah. Um, thinking about your emoji joke. Exactly the, the mm-hmm. joke I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, yeah so uh, I, I, I would say you just have to try both. But I think they're both very funny, and I really love the premise. And I, I because something I wholeheartedly agree with. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I, I think it is more manly to, to just not care about anything than to get angry. <laughs> but it's so weird that it's associated as a male emotion. Mm-hmm. I, the, the the way I think you could probably drive that one home and bring it back full circle is if uh, in the act out of this, you you do exactly what you did, which I love because that turn of like, I mean, do a good job. Like I'm not gonna walk around with my with my toesies out with my boys, you know, wearing my flip flops and have you know some uneven paint job. That's 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 ridiculous. I mean, don't mm-hmm. don't mess with me like that, you know. And then you actually start getting worked up, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> to the point where you're like, oh, I I see it now. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. you just totally go back on your own word. Yeah, that's that funny, was like actually that. exactly what I was going to say, but Rob said it better. <laughs> That's what Anthony was trying to say when he said toe. Said toe. <laughs> I picked up on it, so I just took his thread and I, I explained to you guys what he meant. <laughs> We're up oh, here. Wow. Rob yeah, he's is on my finally level, getting so. up to Anthony's level. Yeah. Oh. I'm so We're intimidated now here. being a part of this group. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any other thoughts on that? Because I kind of feel like there'd be a better way to get into it than just by saying, like, I don't understand why being angry. Like, there's no, it, it just feels like it kind of comes out of nowhere. Like, I don't really have, oh, um, you know. People associate being angry as a male emotion, but I think it's one of the least male things. Like, is that, are you a big man? You're throwing a tantrum? That, <laughs> that's manly to you? I like that. I think not giving a fuck is, that's the most manly thing you can yeah. do. Yeah. <clears throat> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I I like that the idea that that you feel manly, you know, that why certain men feel the most manly when they're going on some kind of tirade mm-hmm, type mm-hmm. of thing. Are you saying that you're not sure how? I guess I wouldn't say I don't know how I fit into my set because, what? like, usually I have some kind of justification where I bring it up, where I bring something up, and it's like I I don't just sort of like posit ideas, you know, well, where I'm what? just like. If you were trying, if you were trying to throw a fit, I mean, you could be talking to her, uh, present tense. You know, like, like you're like, I don't, I don't care about paint them, paint them right now. But you know, and you're you're going on, and she's painting, and you're like, come on, you're you're going, you're getting it on my on my skin. Come on, do a good job. You know, you start doing it like it's happening. Mm -hmm. If you want to go along the lines of uh, progressive message, which Mm -hmm. I know you do. uh, you could <laughs> posit it as, um, uh, oh, you, you know, really people talk about, number, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> really got me pegged. uh, people talk often about toxic masculinity and it's not oh, that masculinity yeah. is toxic. Mm-hmm. It's that types of masculinity are toxic. It's okay to be masculine. It's how you do it. Being that's angry it. is, that's is toxic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's great. Uh, that's a great way to do it. <laughs> that, that's perfect. Thanks. And if you could get um, on a little pedestal before you say that, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, do you take a white horse with you, or that, <laughs> that travel on the road with you? Mm, can I borrow some soap? I just assume you have a lot of soap because of that soapbox that you carry around with you. <laughs> 
<laughs> toe. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, Anthony. How does he fucking do it? This guy it's a grand slam every time. Some people thought it was too soon to do a callback, but... <laughs> but <laughs> I think um, you can shorten the amount of time... It was a, before a callback, call. if the actual callback is also extremely short, like the word toe. <laughs> <laughs> the shorter the, the phrase, the, yeah. the less time. <laughs> yeah, so if your callback like is just... Uh, Anthony's <laughs> reinventing comedy right now. He just invented the, the, the call sideways. It's just like a lateral call. <laughs> it's not even over yet. He's still, still doing it. You're like, well... <laughs> That is the oh. joke equivalent of a no-look pass. <laughs> Sometimes I do the callback before the joke. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good thing I, to say if a, you do a joke and it bombs. <laughs> it's a callback. I just haven't told the joke that hasn't That was just a callback. That was just a callback to a joke. I, just, I haven't told you the joke yet. Maybe I'll tell you later. <laughs> Uh, in all seriousness, Anthony, I think that could be that could work in your set really well. I, yeah, I, I think so yes. too. Perfect. And I wish I thought. I think of. I think you should do callbacks to future jokes, or you could say that was a callback to a joke from another set you guys weren't here for. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I think it would work so well if I did it as a if I if it was a joke that didn't work, and I said whatever, it's a callback. Uh, because later, I don't even have to have a joke for it. I could just say the end of that joke again, yeah. and it will get a laugh, get a laugh. the second and time. And then you could be like, see, I told you that would be funny later. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's so funny. That's great. Uh, Anthony, you are next. All right. Okay, so I, I have this old thing. The first part works. Uh, the second part doesn't really work. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to fix it. So, I'll do the whole thing, and then if you want me to repeat parts, let me know. All right, here, is this anything? Uh, <laughs> my sister gave me her new phone number the other day, but I'm pretty lazy, so I just keep using the old number instead. The woman who has that number now is my new sister, and we talk every day. Okay, so that's the first part that works. Um, she's been really into yoga lately, and she told me that I should try doing yoga because it'll make me feel better than I've ever felt in my entire life. So I tried it, and I pulled a muscle in my back. I asked my doctor to recommend something for the pain, and my doctor said, well, have you tried doing yoga? So I did it again. <laughs> And this time, the pain went away instantly. It was incredible. So I called my new sister, and I said, I tried yoga. She said, that's great. How do you feel? I said, well, actually, about the same. Okay. <clears throat> I'll jump in with some filler talk, saying mm -hmm. that I've heard this before, and you've done this joke uh, for a long time. I love the first part. Um, and you're right, it always does really well. It's just a silly, funny joke that I, I enjoy, that the fact that you called this new girl. And yeah, I've heard you do the second part too, and it is a little protracted, and it doesn't really quite get that, that level of laughter. So um, but I'll try to think of some things to... I'm, uh, I'm yeah, working. I, I don't think that... I, there's, there's an unnecessary step uh, right off the bat with it being that she 
recommends it, this, your sister. If these two jokes going together is an extra step, and we will have to cut more steps in between that because getting to this place is uh, it's just too long. There's too many. There's too many destinations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there is no reason that it has to be your new sister. Uh, yeah, maybe who recommended maybe just, yoga. I tried yoga the other day. Yeah, it. Well, it doesn't have to be, but the one of the parts that worked consistently from the second part was at the end when I say, so I called my new sister. That line oh, I say. gets, a, has, uh, you know, I mean, not, it's, they're not giving me a standing ovation for it, but that is one right. of the lines in that second part that usually... And I think that is literally just because it is a callback and you've mm-hmm. given it enough time by adding those destinations. But I don't think you should add unfunny destinations just to justify a callback. Yeah. It's even funnier, I think, if you, if you tell the sister joke mm-hmm. and then you start a new joke. I tried yoga the other day and I hurt my back. The doctor yeah. recommended yoga. I did it and felt better. So I called my new sister, callback, laugh. You don't mm-hmm. need to refer. Okay. My, yeah, I guess my reasoning was because she tells me that it'll make me feel better than ever. And then I hurt myself and then yoga is the cure for it. So I'm ba- back to where I started. And then she says, how do you feel? And I'm like, yeah, the same. So I, I guess that was my thought process for why uh, I have that in there. It was, it was to establish the sister thing again, but also to really sell how good you're supposed to feel after yoga. And then I'm like, yeah. So, goes, uh, so, she, so that she's my new sister. We talk on the phone every day. Mm-hmm. And then what's the first line after that? She's been really into yoga lately. She told me that I should try doing yoga. Because it'll make me feel better than I've ever felt in my yeah. life. <clears throat> I don't think any of that's really needed. If you start cold with, I started doing yoga because I've been told that it's supposed to make me feel better than I ever have. I did, hurt my back, went to the doctor, he said, have you tried yoga? Um, so I did, I went back, and the pain went away. Uh, so I called my new sister. <laughs> and then, this is funny, because now she's called your new sister. You could say, I called my new sister at any point in your set after you introduce her as your new sister, <laughs> and that will get a laugh. It has to. <laughs> uh, yeah. The fact yeah. that it's coming right now, it's great. But I do agree with Brett. There's like two things that you're like, now your sister's into yoga, then she recommends it to you, and she says this superlative thing that it's going to make you feel better than it ever has, which is a little bit like of a head scratch. You're like, okay. So... I think that those little steps going away simplifies this. this okay. In my book, it does. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. I'm, <clears throat> so I'm working on this for, I'm trying to, I have like some music that I wrote that this will be like a spoken word bit with some music behind it. So I've, mm-hmm. that's why I'm sort of revisiting this. I'm, I was working on the music and uh, listening to it and trying to figure out what's, uh, you know what parts are funny, and right. uh, can we hear the I, music? Then? You want uh, I could play it. My sister gave me her new phone number the other day, but I'm pretty lazy, so I just keep using the old number instead. The woman who has that number now is my new sister. So I play when I, I played it for my girlfriend and her note, which I think is uh, I think it, her her note was that uh, could you keep that racket down while I'm I don't <laughs> yeah she's like uh, it's annoying. 
Uh, she said that that I should really dig into how much pain I was in because I just kind of am like oh, I pulled pulled a muscle, you know. So that later on when I'm like oh, about the same, if if I was really going into more detail with, you know, what you know, just going into that pain, I guess. So that was that was a note. I don't know if you think that would. Um, if so, oh. I wouldn't spend too much time on it. Yeah. You know, because I think that the thing that is making the joke suffer right now is that it's a little bit too long of a walk. Mm-hmm. And so when we, if you, if you do it the way that we're talking about, where you like you cut off some of the chaff, don't then add too much more material about how bad your back feels. If you want to. If you want to raise the stakes there, maybe say something like I could barely walk mm-hmm. or something. Right. Yeah. Also, I think uh, if you're playing music, it's a lot harder to do um, a kind of emotive uh, type thing. And that's, that's what getting into the pain would really entail, I think. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Unless I was yeah. singing about it. Out of <laughs> curiosity, is your girlfriend a riff boy or is she just like a... <laughs> I'm just, you're taking a lot of this advice. I'm just curious. She's one about. of the riff gals. Was his name. <laughs> yes, her, her name wouldn't have to be Yoko, would it? <laughs> <laughs> toe? 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 <laughs> she's got a drum. Crazy ideas. Yeah. <laughs> toe, 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 toe. <laughs> I got to say, just for historical accuracy, that I did listen to a podcast about Yoko Ono, and she got a bad rap. She did not break up the Beatles. John Lennon broke up the Beatles. Sorry, just just progressive, yeah. Jarrett. There he goes. <laughs> they, you know, they all had their wives there. So. Couldn't have been an Asian woman who broke up the Beatles. No, it had to be the white man. <laughs> <laughs> they were all doing it though. All of their wives were always there. <clears throat> Is that true? Uh, I didn't know that. Paul, Paul was very. Uh, he was a little more open about. I mean, who knows what the the inner workings of John's mind was, but Paul's on Howard Stern and, and Howard Stern was like, yeah, I mean, I mean, who knows, you know, who, who broke up the Beatles exactly. And Paul's like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, and who? He's like, it was John. John. <laughs> it was really funny. It was like this almost trick that Howard used to like get it out of him. Cause he's like, ah, you know, all that stuff is still long ago. Nobody even knows. And Paul's like, what the fuck? I know. Howard Stern should uh, do police interrogations. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It really sucks that your partner's dead. I just, uh, I just wish we could figure it out. No, no one really. <laughs> like, not like anybody could figure out. Did your partner out. have big breasts? Did you, did you rub the breasts? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, that's hot. That's hot. Yeah, it should be breasts. How often does she masturbate? You think? <laughs> you ever tell you what you thought about? <laughs> I guess nobody really knows how much she masturbated or died. <laughs> Three times it was me. <laughs> oh boy, Anthony, does this all help your joke? This yeah. is, it helps so much. <laughs> I, I paused glad. you. You're at eight minutes thirty seconds. I, I gave you a pause. Oh, okay, about a minute ago. Ooh, you knew the riffs were coming. <laughs> <laughs> Chum in the water. <laughs> I see the twinkle in their eyes. I know what's up. <laughs> the riff boys are up to their shenanigans. <laughs> We got them going. <laughs> that was part of when when Rob and I called ourselves the Riff Boys. We would we would do a little guitar riff. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'd go. Yeah. Riff 
boys. <laughs> well, I was doing like a banjo, like uh, like like when the Duke boys were on the run. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn you riff boys doing jokes out of everything. <laughs> Can't say a goddamn thing without you making your jokes. I'll get you yet, boys. Seriously, Anthony, any of this is fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I just I do the bit, and then I just go. I go like this, and then <laughs> yep, yep. You'll have a real guitar, so you can. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the addition of this character, though, like the angry sheriff who hates the Rift Boys. So just be prepared. That's, Those Rift Boys are at it again. I'm going to have to watch some Dukes of Hazard to get the, the, the vibe right. No, you got it. You yeah. got okay. it. Just what I did. That's the whole thing. <laughs> okay. Um, out of curiosity, Anthony, what is this thing that you are preparing for? Is just a regular set and you're just trying to get back into the swing of things? Or you said that you're specifically trying to do a spoken word thing with music underneath? Yeah, so that that's what that bit is going to be. Um, I, have a, I have a few bits that, uh, that... I like the idea that these jokes can sort of work in, in different ways. Because when, when you guys have seen me, I play like just some generic music and it's sort of a stream of consciousness kind of uh, any joke can go anywhere, which is cool. But I also have this idea of writing music for some of these bits and then that could go on an album and people could listen to it just as a song. Um, I could do it that way for, for shows sometimes, depending like if I was doing, I guess if I was, doing a longer headlining or something rather than do because I have done it where I just do 30 minutes of that same guitar music but it'd be nice if if that wasn't the whole you know that wasn't the whole thing so just working on just working on it just to see how how it sounds that that was something that I I had halfway recorded I was just looking through some old recordings and I I found that and I was like I should work on it because that other (laughs) second part never worked (laughs) <laughs> I do like that bit, and I, I would honestly try just the slightly shortened version of it because it it seems like it would flow pretty well. And as I think Jarrett pointed out originally, yeah, if you go cold with that second joke, now the audience sees your new sister line as a legit callback as opposed to just an extension of the story. Obviously, you're going to call your sister back, your new sister back. It's just funny that you called it your new sister. But if we've, if we've broken the reality of that joke, went into a new joke, and just because you, know, you want to talk to somebody about it, you called your new sister. I think that's funnier. That's, that's definitely funnier. Yeah. I also like that your callback is literally a callback. <laughs> Yeah, because well, he's calling. I call back my sister. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't even realize. That's so meta. Um, <laughs> Would you say it was very Anthony-like? <laughs> toe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> toe, yeah, toe to YouTube, man. <laughs> toe. I think I could have. I'm gonna try. This is kind of a longer thing, also, but. <clears throat> She's a method actor, so she even stayed in character for a couple years after that. Uh, uh, she would always bring her work home with her. Uh, every night she would spit in my food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really only funny. when I would try to send it back. 
I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I'm not paying for this. And then she'd say, well, then you better get in the kitchen and start doing some dishes. Uh, one time I asked to speak to the manager and my grandmother came into the room. She says, everything okay here? And I said, Grandma, my waitress was rude to me. So she fired my mom on the spot. And then she comped my entire meal. <laughs> That's all I have so far. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> what happens to your mom when she loses her job? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> She's got to go to her back to her job as an actress. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's got to live the lonely life of acting. <laughs> um, I think that uh, uh, what I call like a one-to-one problem starts to creep up here where all we're doing now is just, you know, this is now this and that is now that without any additional piling on or heightening to that. Uh, Jarrett had a similar note for me like a week back or something for a joke that I was doing mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, it's fun that you created the world, but then just having an analog for every single thing, I don't think is enough at that point. Something else needs to happen. I don't know what that thing is yet, but sure, your grandma could be the manager, but now it's just like, sure, she got fired or whatever. It's just, you're just telling a regular story, but it happens to be in your home. Yeah. Is the vibe I'm kind of getting. However, we all laughed pretty darn hard at the mom spitting in your food thing. I mean, that was just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a, a million ways that she could take the work home with her. And so we're like, well, what's this going to be? And then it's just one of the weirder ones you could choose, <laughs> which is that she consistently <laughs> spits in her son's food. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, so, what if she spits in, in your food and then you go straight to... You don't have to explain how, but... Uh, and so I, I got her fired. Um, and now... Um, <laughs> The, and and then I I got put in a foster home. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. I'm in a foster home. <laughs> Honestly, he solved it. That's funny. <laughs> Just say she got fired for for spitting in the in my food. Say so she she got uh, she she take her work home with me. Uh, she spit in my food. Um, so I got her fired, and then I. Got put, then I got put up for adoption or, you know, some, some form of you no longer have a mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the story of how I grew up in foster care. Yeah. There you go. But I didn't. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, but did she really <laughs> spit in, in your food? food? <laughs> Who knows? She an actress? <laughs> how many, how many, uh, how many waiters have spit in your food? You, you don't know the answer. <laughs> This is, this is a moral conundrum. You should definitely ask your new sister about this. <laughs> <laughs> She's the hostess. Um, I guess what you haven't done yet is make a link. So when she takes her work home with her, that's something that people do. How much she takes her work home with her is the <laughs> joke. But we have not yet established until you react um, that your entire home has now become that you are also responding in kind. Uh, so I guess we do technically skip that step when it comes to, 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 to Brett's thing a little bit, but I don't mind it. Um, what was your original reaction? So you, when she spit in your food, you said you weren't going to pay for it, right? Yeah, well, so the line is, uh, she was, whatever it was, she always spits, every night she was spitting my food, but only when I would try to send it back. And then the yeah. next thing was, uh, I would say, I'm not paying for this. And then she would tell me to do dishes. 
Which I, I was I trying to make... To the huh? grandma. Right to the grandma? Yeah, like she spent your food, you complained, and the grandma came out. She says, is there a problem here? <laughs> you know? Because, I don't know, it just... <clears throat> Only when I try to send it back, it's weird because now I'm imagining before the funny thing just happened, you've created another thing where you're sending back food that your mom gave to you and she, so she's spitting it. Um, she spit my food. So, so I talked to the manager and then my grandma fired her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so you then guys, you're not saying my, my, my grandma was the manager saying, so I spoke to the manager and then the joke is, and so my grandma fired her so that then the audience can do the math. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that too. I think, I think uh, uh, this is my, my sort of lily pad theory. You know, you, you lay out lily pads for the audience to kind of jump to. You just have way too many now. You want to have just enough for that, you know, that they can make it, but it's still kind of fun for them to go from one to the next. Uh, yeah. Something that, you might, that might be fun to add before you bring the manager in is when you say, there's no way I'm paying for this. Um, I was thinking about walking out on the check, but then I'd have no place to sleep. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that's good too i like that i like that. yeah i guess i guess um i guess i was trying to make the the you know the the old trope of uh washing dishes to pay for your bill which i don't think would actually happen i think they just call the cops yeah yeah i think it's i actually think that's one of those old tropes that i agree only a certain generation is going to understand yeah, and, I, I actually don't think it's worth it because yeah, same, I don't think same. enough people are going to make that connection. Uh, millennials and down are not, aren't going to make the connection of like washing dishes. So now you're an illegal immigrant? <laughs> <laughs> Which I totally always, like, think that you deserve rights and all that stuff. But. Always with the progressive tag, Brett. <laughs> By the way, I wanted to say, Rob, after you, you made that lily pad analogy, I want to be like, wow, this guy is outside for five minutes and... <laughs> <laughs> Everything is nature. <laughs> there, that joke reminds me of the wind blowing through leaves on a fall day. Follow me on this, okay? So your punchline is are the roots of the tree. <laughs> Rob, are you shirtless? <laughs> this oh, is me now, man. Just get used to it. Are you drinking kombucha? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I know it's not physically possible, but I just wish that your head was all dreadlocks when you took it. Out of the <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, well, you know, it was also it was just good to see where you guys laughed, and because um, what did your girlfriend I, think of it? What were her tags? <laughs> I don't think I didn't run. This one wasn't one of the ones. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I, have you have you done any part of this joke before, Anthony, on stage? Um, yeah, I was doing the the beginning part for a while. I think mm-hmm. <clears throat> I uh, love 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 the part. I think I think it's a great joke all the way through. But the thing that was making me laugh was um, all the way through to, um, you know, she, you know, thought she was her actress. Waiting the commercial, like I thought, all that stuff was super funny. That's oh, a, thanks. No, no, just a comment. Yeah, I like that a lot too. It, 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 with one last point on on why I sort of popped more at Jarrett's uh, suggestion for I'd walk out on the check, but then I'd be homeless, is that it's following this sort of setup punchline type thing. Whereas your addition, it 
it qualifies the behavior of the funny joke that just came beforehand as one thing. It nullifies the, f- the thing I just laughed at. She spits in your food and then you justify it being like, I mean, I send it back. Yeah. And then that's a weird comment. So I know you think it probably turns it on its ear, but to me, I'm like, oh, you just made, you just retroactively made the thing earlier not as funny, A. And then B, this new punchline is now, there's no setup to that punchline. Oh, well, I send it back. And then, um, and so there's just this weird story thing. But Jarrett introducing a new idea of like, so I was considering walking out on the check set up and then like, but I didn't want to be homeless. I'm like, ah, there you go. Yeah. So okay. That, so that structure kind of rang better <clears> for me. Instead of the sending it back. Yes. Right. Uh, that, yeah. that does make sense because it's sort of like a dead end. Once I say send it, send it back, then. Yeah. Uh, if you could do that, I was considering walking on the check, but then blah, 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 Brett's, you know, suggesting to jump right to the grandma. So I, I complained to the manager and my grandma fired her. Uh, now I'm, now I'd have no mom. <laughs> yeah. I think that's All actually funnier than like, <laughs> I have no mom is it's funnier than I wasn't went to foster care or <laughs> for adoption. I need a new mom. I got to wait for my mom to change her phone number. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually good. That's really funny. Uh, <laughs> I think that is better than what I was about to say, but what I was about to say is now I have to hire a new mom. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's funny. Or I have to wait for the, sta- the management to hire a new I'm mom. Hire a new mom. Short-staffed on moms. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's, I, that's good. But I'm saving I, a fortune on Mother's Day gifts. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that I'm over time. Oh, yeah, we, we, we finished up good. I wonder what happened to Rob. Did he say he was leaving or he just... No, he just he he came just back and then he dipped. He disappeared. Cool. Well, we'll oh. take in this out of his time. Oh. Oh. Wow. Well, now the order is different. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, I'm back. I don't know what happened there. Uh, how's my volume on this headset? That's good. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. All right. Uh, don't forget to start recording. Mm-hmm. After you. Also, you know that this is the Rift Boys oh. and not your uh, tech support podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> Loving the visual gags today. I'm just going to say that every time so that if people are listening. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to say I, something I different than what just tech, happened. Tech support. Uh, yes. <laughs> Uh, in that one, a callback is when you want to dial a customer that uh, you <laughs> you missed and you just need to call them back to make sure that they got their tech support they need. That tracks. That tracks. That makes sense. Wait, so it's my, I'm next? Yeah, yes. Right? Okay. Jammer. Don't forget to start recording. Thank you. One in every 12 men is colorblind, which means one in every 12 gang members, super confused. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a joke that I have done and I have tried many tags afterwards mm-hmm. and none of them have worked consistently. So I have tried, um, uh, there's like, um, a gang member who walks into like a St. Patrick's day parade and he's like, Oh shit, I'm surrounded by bloods. Um, <laughs> I've tried, I'm afraid to go to a St. Patrick's day parade priority because uh, I don't want to get beat up. Um, None of those have worked. Uh, I forget what else I 
forget what else I tried. But yeah, I just don't know where to go from there. It gets a laugh, but it still feels like it needs more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like I've set up something that is funny that I, I just don't know how to um, elaborate on. Can you, say, uh, I, I, can you just say it one more time so I can try to imagine? One in every 12 more. men is colorblind, which means one in every 12 gang members super confused. I've heard this joke done live a couple of times and always very funny. People really like it. So, uh, yeah, I can see how you want to just get that juicy, a juicy tag. Yeah, I have a confused gang member now, so that's like yeah. such, so funny. <laughs> but I am having trouble bringing that to, 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 into the world. What if he's just like, you're dead, I think. Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> just, <laughs> he's not sure. So it's like she's confused be. about the blood? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Like, like he's threatening him. Like you're, yeah. you're, you're dead, man. Like I think, right? Like, maybe you're. Oh, oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, oh, so that was one of the iterations I tried. Like uh, he sees, uh, there's a gang member sees a, a bandana, a guy with a bandana hanging out of his pocket across the street. He's like, "Let's get him or say hello." I don't know. One of you guys, leave. <laughs> I really shouldn't be in charge here. Um, and that does well. That that probably did the the best uh, in yeah. terms of consistency, but still just wasn't quite. Mm-hmm. Or he's like, what? He's like, yells to you, we're, we're going to murder you, right, guys? Is yeah. that, <laughs> are we? You guys? <laughs> yeah. That concept is super funny. Uh, yeah, you I, know what? I think that might have been it. It might have been the, the me offering two options. I think the way Anthony started, because I've been saying, let's get him or say hello. Because I'm like, it could be somebody who's in our gang. I don't yeah. know. Right. Um, but just to be like, uh, right? Is, yeah, that's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I didn't yeah, make I like the connection that. that you thought he could be in the... I do like that too, but I didn't catch that as... But I, I think, yeah, you're right. I was going one extra step that was unnecessary. That's that that makes sense to me in terms of the reaction from the audience. Right? <laughs> Let's kill him, right? <laughs> right, guys? Right, guys? <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. I like that. Uh, Great. You guys want to get him too, or? <laughs> uh, I think that I think that's great. I had a separate idea that uh, I'm I'm actually not even sure how to finish it, but just like somebody walking up to you and just being like, uh, "Hey, man, uh, I thought that you were uh, I thought you were a crip," and he goes, "Oh, damn it! What am I wearing?" <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Are you not a crip anymore? <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> Uh, I'm all, I also like the idea of him going into a clothing store and just really needing somebody's help. His life, <laughs> his life very much depends on it. Could you help me? This is really important to me. <laughs> Could you please help me pick out my bandana? I, I, I do love the idea. I laughed even when you said it's like the, just, just the explanation that it's like right. life and death. I think yeah. if he could even say that, you know, like, I need yeah. help. It's really important. It's you could say it's life or death or so, something like that. I just that's so funny. China that's great. I love all that. Uh, uh, maybe maybe there's something for like he asks the salesperson like what color is this and they say something that's like a very obscure tint fuchsia like azure you know <laughs> and just like just red or blue. Can you tell me is it red or blue? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I like that. No, they it's a, it's a magenta feel. <laughs> this has nothing to do with anything, and I don't know why I'm cracking up laughing over it. I apologize in advance, but 
I just have this stupid thought. Toe. <laughs> it's that dumb, I think. <laughs> dumb. Hold on a minute. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Just like he's got two visions. Um, I'm thinking of time traveler stuff. Hey, what color is the banana? Red. No, the year. The year. It means nothing. I just imagine. It's confused time traveler. I'm thinking of Terminator 1, the original. He's like, what's the date? It's January 20th. No, the year. <laughs> so confused time traveler buying a Mendata. Means nothing. I, I <laughs> it. But in here, I was, I was really digging it. <laughs> Bravo, I think you should get back outside. <laughs> <laughs> They're fumigating in here for bugs. But, uh, <laughs> it's not affecting me. Don't worry about it, guys. <laughs> All right, well, I'm gonna restart my timer. Uh, <laughs> um, along these lines, uh, so a lot of people will say that they don't see color, which is uh, to prove that they are not racist, uh, which is actually total baloney. And uh, I actually, on the other hand, and this is genuinely true, I do not hear color. That is 100% true. Um, and I, I promise you this. This is this is told you until a week ago. I thought Snoop Dogg was Japanese. <laughs> there is something to the idea of hearing someone's race just by listening to them on the on the radio like i thought adele was black for a while and when she first came out with her first mm. single <laughs> but i'm having a tough time getting from a to b uh i liked it uh, in japanese <laughs> I don't hear color. I guess comparing it to the I don't see color, it's making me think that you're going to make some kind of point about the two. Um, or maybe I shouldn't even little, say that it's baloney. Right. It's a little, uh, I, I'm sorry if this is tangential, but I feel like it's a little on the edge because I feel like the thing that everybody in the audience is going to worry about is are you going to start saying what sounds are black people sounds and what sounds are white people sounds? You know? So it's like, as an audience member, I'm thinking, oh no, is he going to do a black person voice and say that he, that he doesn't understand, like that it sounds like a black person voice or something? Mm. Um, and that's a little bit the direction that I feel like you're going in when you say, I thought Snoop Dogg was Japanese. Like he's, it's, it's funny because he sounds so black, you know? Um, but I think, that the, I think that it starts, I think the premise of being, like not being able to hear color is really good. I just think that that stuff needs to be deactivated. But then again, I'm also... Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, need your. He's donating to Bernie Sanders as we speak right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so maybe I'm a little too sensitive to that sort of stuff. I've never seen somebody lounge on a, snow- a soapbox before. <laughs> <laughs> I just I spent so much time on here that I needed to make it more comfortable. I just can't stand that whole time. You know, he's he's, he's white nighty nighting right now. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> um, when you when you said Snoop Dogg being Japanese, I thought of, um, I thought of you saying, I I thought the Wu Tang Clan was Chinese. I thought would be, oh that's they, funny because they always like have that, yeah. the 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 kung fu movie clips in there. Yeah, and they're called the Wu Tang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think we need to add video clips into it. Um, yeah, but if you listen to the albums. <laughs> And you right. hear the, the, the Kung Fu movies, too. Um, 
Yeah, I, so uh, one of the things that I was thinking of to justify is, is uh, maybe this would quell Jared's, you know, stupid <laughs> concerns. Um, <laughs> is, uh, I have this joke, um, and this is, this is true. Uh, um, I went to a bar with a friend of mine. This guy hit on her. He was like, yo, baby, on a scale from one to ten, you real pretty. Um, and people have come up to me and said, hey, man, that's a really good black voice. Um, so I could use that and be like, oh, people have said to me, I'm like, that guy is Japanese. <laughs> I don't hear color. That would be a funny That's way. That's very funny. Yeah. As, like as a punchline, I, I like don't hear lot. color. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, okay. Um, That's yeah, really is that, is that okay, Jared? It's woke. Don't worry, it's, woke. it's very woke. Was, was the guy Jared black? is not. Uh, Jared, Jared. He's about to go to bed. Jared, can but you put that in the uh, Wokenator and see how it turns out? And you're racist. You said it's Yeah, a but that story, joke specifically. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just said you. I just put it. Sorry. I can't thing. hear you guys. I'm tone deaf. I don't know what's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Was that a uh, black guy in the story? Was it, or because I didn't take it as a as a black guy when you did did the voice? Uh, that guy was made up. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real person. That's not uh, no not real, yeah. black people are real. The, the guy in Brett's <laughs> yard, who are you? That's also not real. <laughs> I don't believe in them. <laughs> I thought of it as sort of like a like almost like a trailer trash kind of person. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a weird. It, it could be, you know. It's, there's right. a, a weird um, northern uh, urban black uh, black affectation that is also has a southern twang to it. So sometimes there's a weird, there's a crossover in, in dialect there, and I think it's really interesting. <clears throat> you heard? Okay. <laughs> um, oh, colitis is the inflammation of the colon and it can cause diarrhea with blood and pus in it, which really has ruined kaleidoscopes for me. <laughs> People are like, you want to look at this? You can see all kinds of colors. I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you stick it in and you, and you turn it. <laughs> you twist it. <laughs> you twist it around and you get rid <laughs> So many colors. <laughs> these are these are all color jokes that I think you could play with how how they're related to each other. Oh yeah, I didn't even notice that. that because was a, you you could that have you could say I don't see color. Like I don't know, it could be a a colorblind person looking in there. Like anybody from any of these jokes can be referenced. Mm, yeah, yeah. There's definitely like a callback in there. Or something. It, at the very least, it'll just help me remember the order of the jokes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> which is a real thing I like. With my jokes, <laughs> you could put them in Roy G. Biv order if you <laughs> make sure that you got to get them. That's out. actually the name of the black guy in the joke. <laughs> but he was Chinese. Uh, he's Japanese. <laughs> he's Japanese. God damn it! Um, uh, Anthony, you're Anthony's mom in your joke. Was that a real mom? <laughs> it was actually. I say She's that a composite she, character. I say that she was in a commercial just because it's easier. But she was actually in. A uh, big fan with uh, the Patton Oswalt oh, movie. Cool. Oh, she cool. was just working one day as a waitress, and they were shooting there. And uh, they asked her. So she's in it, kind of. They, I don't think. I think they cut. You know, it's 
they cut off her head, so she like gives coffee to them. But she says she's supposed to say coffee, and they didn't. I I thought for sure they'd redub her voice, but they didn't. So hmm. it's it's just it's not her face, but it's her voice and it's her hands and whatever. But uh, she was in the movie. Uh, also, just to go back to, if we're going back to the Anthony's joke, I just thought there might be something in there with a trailer. Oh, yeah. Like, she's like, now I'm, she spends all her time in, in the trailer, uh, in her trailer, which is, you know, that's just her house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Something about the trailer, yeah. Do enough people that know that that's the thing on movie sets? Uh, more than people get out of not paying the bill by washing dishes. <laughs> Probably, it's probably common knowledge. I don't think it's something you need to worry about. I'm thinking about uh, when when Brett, when you said more than, and then there was this pause. I was like, oh god, what awful thing is he going to say about somebody here? <laughs> <laughs> you know me very well, Rob. He's, he's about to prove somebody so wrong, and I was like, oh, I hope it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm a dick, guys. <laughs> or that, I was like, oh god, here comes something. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's... <laughs> I paused you a while what, what, ago. What was the, the joke of the colitis joke? The colitis, yes. the colitis joke. Oh, that was so funny. Because you know what's so yeah. funny? When you said colitis, in my thought in my mind, I was like, hmm, maybe I should give him a note to say colitis, like really accent that O because it sounds so much like kaleidoscope right now. <laughs> That's distracting me. And then you said kaleidoscope. I was like, all right, good. <laughs> Do you think that there might be something funny in like the first draft of the kaleidoscope is was looking in someone's inflamed butthole with all the pus and everything? And then someone oh, was yeah. like, this is disgusting. Yeah. And he's like, well, here's my second idea. Yeah. And then they, yeah. then they just kept the name because they had already trademarked it or something. Somebody's like, this is gross. Let's market this to kids. <laughs> great time with this. Uh, uh, could, I like that. I love that idea. I also was thinking that maybe you could even flip the word pl- or like the, the reveal of you know, the, the device that they use in order to check for it is called a kaleidoscope um, or improperly told, something along those lines. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, a kaleidoscope uh, is like a toy. You can see a lot of really cool colors. It uses um, uh, refracted light to, to manipulate what you see, and it's, it's really cool. Also, um, in order to check for colitis, which is uh, a condition that call, uh, causes uh, blood and pus, uh, in your diarrhea from an inflamed colon, uh, the the tool that they use to 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 examine your prostate or your 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 rectal cavity is also called a kaleidoscope, and you do not want to confuse those two. Things. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jimmy! I got you kaleidoscope. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> oh yeah, finally something to check my anal pus. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I'll be in my own depth. <laughs> uh, great. Um, okay, this this is a more abstract idea. This is I'll see what you guys can can do with it. Um, I'm just gonna say what is funny to me about it. Um, bro, like, if you think about it, human decency is like such a bitch move. Like, yeah, like I'll, I like having sex with women when they let me. 
what are you gay? <laughs> that's a, that's the whole idea. Um, I was literally thinking to my, I was like, I think rapping to myself, and I was like, I like having sex with women when they let me, and I was like, that's not a very tough thing to say. <laughs> but then I went in this whole like trying to justify it way, and I was like, yeah, bro, like human deity, what a bitch move. So I think there's a, some kind of satirical. There's something in there that's that's very funny to me. The first line got me the most. I, I liked that. Um, you said the second line, and I kind of got lost in this like rape world, so my mind got a little right. frayed. And then the third line, I think I missed entirely because I was thinking too much. I forget what the third line was. Um, uh, I think it was just human decency, such a sex. bitch move. And then I like having sex with women when they let me. Oh, what are you gay? Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. <clears throat> um, but is this a character? Like, I don't know. It's just uh, this is like I said. This is more of an abstract thing. I'm just like this is something that I've thought and I, is funny, and I don't really know if it could be a joke or what it could be. But maybe it it triggers something for you guys. Gotcha. I mean, it definitely triggers something for Jared. <laughs> <laughs> it triggers my nap. Wow. <laughs> Unnecessary. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I want I want Jared to take the floor on this and and tell mm-hmm. Brett why his joke's problematic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the only thing that I'm like because I like the idea of somebody because I like the rap of I like having sex with women when they let me or something, but I'm also having a hard time writing a structure around that. Yeah, you know. I, I'm not 100% sure if uh, rap culture, rap music is steeped in non-consensual <laughs> sex. <laughs> right, to the point where the opposite would be when they let me. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> because I think the badass rapper, you know, all the, all the girls do want them, and that's, that is part of it. They're not taking things, uh, they're not raping women. So, uh, so that doesn't track as much for me. It... it uh, I, I know exactly what you're saying, Rob, but I think it still works because the perspective yeah. of the rapper is always, it, it has never taken consent into account. That's you know, true. it's yeah, like, yeah. I stole yeah. your girl, I fucked your girl, right, um, right. your girl's on my dick, you know, like things like this. And uh, I used to transcribe all the jokes for Wild and Out, so this is. This is right up that alley, you know. Wow. We're not, we're not talking funny. about rape, but we're also not talking about enthusiastic uh, consent and, uh, you know, having it be a one-to-one effort-wise. Um, yeah, so maybe that that is what's funny about it is like just hearing the angle of the woman in this equation. Like, I fucked your girl. It was great. It was a lot of foreplay. She was really into it. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> you she was like been- super. Emotionally yeah. supportive, yeah. and so she was exactly. looking for that somewhere right. else. Yeah. Well, I stole your girl. She was unhappy in her current situation. <laughs> Maybe you could have taken. I tried it out. to talk to you about it before anything happened, but you kind of <laughs> shut it down. Uh, um, the my I, only issue with that is that is that uh, the idea of of going against rap tropes has been just done uh, overdone yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, even though it is I, genuinely funny to me. I didn't take it as like a hip hop kind of thing because you yeah like i said that was just how it started off uh you're like this idea so once you said bro i was like oh he's like one of those douchey bro dudes 
Oh, I see. Yeah, I didn't take true. it as a hip hop thing. It was like, bro. Right. Yeah. It started off there, and then I took it to bro territory. I'm yeah. just like, I guess it is just a, the this this dumb alpha male mm-hmm. mentality, which uh, is like it's just a primitive thing of like. And I guess if you kind of look at it, like a lot of what, primitive alpha male stuff, it is not like it's not progressive. It's it's not evolved at all. Um, and they, they are kind of at ends, you know, consent yeah. is not, it's just not like a primitive male, male thing. Um, but it is obviously like great and part of the, the, the uh, society think, that we live in. Do you think that um, it might be a funny angle to, to get to the joke by saying something like, um, you know, growing up and learning about sex, you know, from a guy's perspective, you never think about the agency that a woman has. Like, it's always like, um, you know, we're going after them, we're grabbing them, we're taking them. Um, and I think that going forward, that men, male culture should, this is a very wordy way to get to the joke, obviously. Um, male culture should adapt to that and it should include the woman's agency because there's, that's, it's not like, it wouldn't ruin the sex or anything. It wouldn't ruin the, um, the camaraderie or anything. You just have to make a small adjustment like... For example, you know, oh, I hooked up with Stacy last night. It was mutual, or something <laughs> like that. You know, do you see the framework that I'm that I'm building? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay, good. Yeah, um, yeah. So being braggadocious with your bros can mm-hmm. still incorporate. Yeah, yeah. Um, the woman, mm-hmm. her, the consideration for the woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 that's so accurate to me, and and I think it's such a, a subtle adjustment that I just am like that. That's, that should be the way things are. <laughs> the way a lot of people, you know, there's something very not funny to me about that. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Like, who, who wouldn't want to talk about, you know, having sex with a girl and her totally being into it and wanting it and was really mutual and a good experience for both of you? <laughs> yeah. That seems uh, so then let's get back to the other line. <clears throat> Bro, human decency, what a bitch such move. a bitch move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that line is funny. It's almost like the punchline to a joke no one told yet, and I'm not sure. Yeah, what, what it, you know what? That's actually a callback to a joke from a different. <laughs> <laughs> you should use that, Brett, and you will. <laughs> is there like a fake story that you could tell about being nice to somebody and then someone that you know calling you gay or something? Oh yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah then that's true. You could be like, yeah, you well, I, don't have, I have some real stories actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a bitch move, you know. Uh, yes, if it's a rewording of something that already happened, then sure, that, that yeah. you know, like I can't believe I got called out for this thing, whether it was you know waiting up for somebody. Uh, I don't know. Like I remember. Okay, here's here's a, a, just a small example. I remember when I used to hang out with my friends when I was like fourteen, fifteen years old. My shoelaces would be, would come untied. And I wouldn't stop to tie them because the group was walking and I just always, they just wouldn't stop for me. I just know that they wouldn't like, be like oh, I'll wait to tie his shoes. This wouldn't happen. And I was just like, oh, all right. <laughs> and it was weird to, to expect a group of five or six or seven guys, uh, teenagers to like stop because someone's got to tie their shoes. It just seemed gay at the time, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, that one got me because I've been that guy in the friend group also where it's like, it's like if Alex needed to tie his shoes, we'd all stop. But for me, 
<laughs> I don't know. I literally had to run ahead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 20 feet so I could do it and then didn't catch up. <laughs> Which is really dangerous because your shoes were untied. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Putting myself at personal risk. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, I'm able to so Then frame... I was trying to step on Alex's laces so that he'd have to tie his shoes and then I could tie my shoes too. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> Mabel to like, take oh, down man, the Alex, Both of our shoes are untied. Can you believe it? How funny is this? Oh, <laughs> no, keep walking, get, pussy. get to this. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Sorry, um, were you say, Brett? I interrupted you like twice. Uh, no, it's fine. It's your time now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was just say I, I may even be able to frame it as something like a good tactic uh, when somebody has a garbage opinion is just to repeat it back to them as if you agree. Oh, that's uh, funny, yeah. So, for example, somebody said this, and I was like, yeah, bro, human decency is like such a bitch move. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Like it, it, it incorporates that, that rewording that we, that we talked about. You get to come up with almost any scenario that kind of works for you. Uh, yeah. And I could pick many of those. <laughs> a lot of garbage opinions out there. Um, but anyways, back to your shoelaces, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Now that'll uh, that'll do it for me. So, I think it is. Nice. Time for Rob. Okay, Rob. I'm, he- I'm heading start. back outside. Uh, thank you guys. Let me know if this is anything. <laughs> uh, he used to sing. <laughs> he used to sing. <laughs> oh, is our audience calling in? <laughs> <laughs> we love this. <laughs> <laughs> Our audience of Muppets? It's so funny. Okay. Um, I've been coming to you guys with some of my um, one-man show stuff. I, want, I was actually going to... This, this, the whole thing is going to be more of these kinds of jokes. And uh, these ones, these ones are a little heavier. We're gonna we're gonna assume that these are in Act Three, <laughs> so all all the information sort of out. Um, and I've kind of walked the audience through an hour's worth of uh, of details of my life here. But I'm still trying desperately to keep their keep jokes as as dark humor as they may be uh, at times. I'm still trying to, you know, keep this joke structure alive. And so that's kind of where I want you guys to help me out. And just tell me if you think these things are, are funny on, on their own uh, as well. So <clears throat> um, I, uh, I have myself been suffering from uh, depression. And, but I have this imposter syndrome when it comes to my own depression. I feel guilty even speaking about depression because I feel like I didn't have it as bad as some people do. So I don't feel like, I feel like I didn't have it as bad as my mom did, so sure, or as bad as my brother did, by any means. I mean, my brother killed himself. That's like winning the depression Olympics. I mean, he took <laughs> home the gold. That's, <laughs> my mom literally drank herself to death. I think that's silver, at least. placed. <laughs> you know, she's on the podium. She took home medal that day, for sure. Uh, that's, my, that's my first thought, and I'll pause there so that we can do more stuff. Yes. Great. Uh, I love that. Uh, I think if you put in an, I know what you guys are thinking, like, Rob, you should not feel bad about, it's not a competition. 
before you give the examples. I think that will. I love be a that. Oh, that's cringe. I love that idea. Um, the one thing that I thought, and, I, and you might be able to do this in addition, because I think the Olympics analogy is so strong, is um, you sort of, by sort of like underplaying how how much of a depressive bona fide it is to kill yourself, where you say like, and that's like one of the top depressing things that you can do, or like one of the <laughs> that's got to be like top five most depressed things that you can do is kill yourself. Yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah. I saw Joe. Which Liz is a, do... a, a BuzzFeed article they'll never write. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Joe List do a bit about how he got herpes and he was like, um, he was like, yeah, I had sex with a girl who had herpes with a condom. And that's like one of the best ways to get herpes, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, my original thought was like, you know, or the underlying thought of this is, you know, depression kind of ca- that that term now kind of casts a wide net, mm-hmm. and uh, and I, I'm so actively thinking about that that I, I almost feel badly um, giving myself that title when I have people who were very close to me who suffered in such a way that was so infinitely worse. I mean, to to the point where their 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 lives were lost. And so it almost seems like there should be a different word or something like that. And I was trying to like pare that down and think, well, what's the best way to go? And I was like, well, this is shocking, funny. And, you know, here, here is the top, you know, if you are going to get into the, the, the depression field, I mean, what, what's top tier, <laughs> you know, what's, <laughs> what's something that no one else has been, has done uh, or, you know, or whatever, that's that kind of thing. And I landed on this, which I thought was fun. And I didn't think mm-hmm. it was getting too much into the, into the fray of what I'm trying to get at. Uh, it's looking the point across. I don't know. I mean, it's not funny, but this is the thought that I have is that uh, if you asked, if you just asked somebody who seemed like they were really depressed and they told you the st- your story, losing a mom and a brother, I think people would be oh. like, yeah, that makes sense. That's, you've, <laughs> you've earned it. <laughs> oh, okay. And that's cool as, as a way to... Yeah, even yeah, yeah. even as I mean, not that that's what you needed to, because I'm sure you had depression before, but definitely since that, mm-hmm. I feel like it's strange that you're questioning if you uh, are justified. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Well, is is part of um, questioning that you've heard people, other people, um, use yeah. depressed in a way where it's like. I, you're technically correct, but it's really that's very yeah. nominal. They're like, ah, oh, the, they they delayed the PlayStation Five another two months. So I'm pretty- it's so interesting because I I was tinkering around with that I was doing a show at the Atlantic City Comedy Club and I went on like like a small two minute rant about that and I just kept on going because they were eating it the fuck up and I wasn't sure if that's totally the angle I wanted to 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 go after, which is like some people just shouldn't be saying that about themselves. But it, there's something to it, and it was super fun because I was just going on being like, it's weird when you say, when you finally have the balls to kind of admit to people how much you've been struggling over the past couple of years or whatever. And then they just go like, oh, yeah, bro, me too. I am like, <laughs> the other day, I was depressed. And then I had a latte, and I was like, I'm good. So I'm with you, you know? <laughs> You're just like, oh, fuck, no. I mean, no, no. You know no. what I did that really helped was I got an oil diffuser. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was doing all yeah, home remedies, all these little things, and mm-hmm. the audience was eating it up so 
much. We just kind of checked on little things. And it was a fun little night. And I was like, oh, that was a cool way to go about that. And I wasn't sure how much to dig in, but it's certainly a space I want to explore more, Brett. Yeah, um, I, and I think that that's the justification of why you don't want to call yourself depressed yeah. too. Not only because, because you have these, know. this contrast yes. of the, the deepest end, but you also know that person. We all know that person, and yeah. you can. And if you want to keep it in like a fair way, it's like those, you could still say like those people are depressed. They are yep. not wrong. Yep. It's just that depression is more multifaceted. With it, it's a blanket term, uh, and uh, it's not always used accurately. But I also yeah. had that same thing happen when I tell people about cluster headaches. Uh, they almost always go, oh, yeah, yeah my, my cousin gets migraines. I'm like, <laughs> yes, you're like, oh, suicide headaches. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he gets a little owie sometimes. <laughs> a couple of aspirin. It's uh, all right, though. Two things. Number one, just, a, just like a throwaway thing that might be funny for you, Rob, the Olympics thing. Mm-hmm. You just say, when you kill yourself, you're basically like the Michael Phelps of depression at that point. You know, <laughs> top of your game. You know, and uh, Brett, that thing about the suicide headaches is really fun. Do you ever do that where you say mm-hmm. they're called suicide headaches? Like, people not- kill themselves to escape. Yeah, the pain. exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you migraines might as well be called, um, you know, like lay in the tub headaches or something. <laughs> you know, like uh, I think there's something there, but like, yeah, yeah. No, you're, you're right. Um, uh, yeah, good sorry. <clears throat> Rob, Rob, do you? I, I, yeah, sorry, Ken. Oh, no, you could. I was just going to reiterate for Brett's point that I, I like that you are, are noticing that and that's absolutely what I want to do. I want to I create a spectrum of depression and I want to put myself somewhere or, or I want to allow the audience to know I don't know where I, where I stood, I stand. The reality is, is that um, I never really suffered from anything until after my brother did pass away and, and I started, I was like, oof, this, is, this isn't good. And then there was a lot of issues much more recently. And so that's why I'm, I'm having an, uh, an identity crisis when it comes to it because I'm just like, I don't really know how to place this. But, um, and then it gets in this weird territory of like, what's your tolerance for, for pain? And, and so I don't know. Like, of course, I want to go ahead and take some time to cast, judge, to, you know, cast aspersions and judge the people who clearly aren't going through anything super significant. But then I also want to qualify by being like, to be honest, I don't know where the fuck I lie either. <laughs> that, you know, I, I know my personal experience, but then I have, I have legitimate, tangible evidence of what my brother and, and mother went through in a way. And so, yeah, how, how I'm able to best do that is up to me, but, uh, but that's, that's how I want to explore it. Do you ever, are you considering uh, acknowledging the idea of, you know, the fact that, I mean, you could say you have, have it worse than either of them because you are dealing have with to, this. Have to continue living. Yeah. Like, because, <laughs> like, do you, do you I question would, I, that about your, or like, in, the, in this bit about your brother? Like, because he didn't lose a, a no, brother. No, I, I don't question it in the bit. Uh, in part because I don't question it in in my life. So like I, I legitimately you know look at how he lived and behaved, and there were periods of time for me that I was like, oh, I I get it in a way that I never understood it when he was alive, and I felt really badly because I I posthumously kind of understood him and appreciated him more, um, but I never felt like I was at at like a level like that. That question in general does come up when it's like. You know, you know, women go through, you know, childbirth, you know, how painful that is. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't even know what they do either. Like, we don't really compare pain. Like, I'm not sure what that means. You know, is there an absolute threshold for pain? But then our tolerance for pain, you know, like, what if your tolerance for pain's here, but then somebody hurts you here? 
that's the worst excruciating thing that's ever happened. You know, it's a really weird kind of, my brother used to get mad at this when he would, uh, he would go on these uh, roller coaster rides and then he would throw up afterwards. And I remember he had friends who were like, oh, what are you, worse? Are you pussy? Throwing up. He's like, I went on the ride. <laughs> like, I know this is going to cause me to vomit. And I'm still doing <laughs> things. So doesn't that make me... I'm the bravest one here. <laughs> yes. Right, right, right. So that logic, Anthony, in my mind, it's totally in my mind. Whether I think I need to broach it for this particular thing, it, it probably not. I think it's convoluted to begin with for, for most people to wrap their minds around, yeah. uh, let alone uh, cheapening anything or, or aggrandizing what I'm going through or whatever. I do think that it is kind of funny, though, to set it up like, you know, your brother wins the gold because he killed himself, mm -hmm. your mother gets the silver, uh, and you're the bronze, and then you're like, but on the same token, like, I have to live without having a mom and a brother, yes. and, and have to continue to live, so maybe I have the depression, depression gold? It's a little bit like how in stand-up, the hardest job is to go up cold, and they give that to the youngest comedians. They give that mm, to the yeah. hosts, you know, so like the hardest job goes to the bronze medal winners for some reason. I don't know if there's a link up there, but I do think that idea is really funny for you then to flip it and go. Uh, but I mean, I kind, I think I'm maybe I, I'm the winner of the depression Olympics because I have to continue living. Something like that. Wouldn't it be interesting if um, it did work the way with um, athletics that uh, it works with depression? Like, Oh, your your brother won the gold. So now that causes you to start being real athletic. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something about like retiring the number or something like that. <laughs> uh, that is funny though, Brett, because I think there's a, a quicker leap there. It's like, oh, he inspired me, you know, to, to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like <laughs> to, yeah, just like to a, be better. A, an older like brother Mannings? athlete would. Isn't you know? like, they're like the Manning brothers? Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, you know? That's really funny. But I do like no, the idea that's kind of like automatic, like if your brother dunks and it's like, hey, my layup's better. You know? <laughs> hey, that won't have the career that he had, but, you know. <laughs> uh, Rob, you're, you're complete, competing in the uh, uh, Depression Olympics this year. What, what was your uh, inspiration? Well, my brother was actually uh, a gold medalist, so uh, a lot of inspiration there. <laughs> Of course, we remember the 2004 games. Uh, <laughs> who could forget? Then the, the, they always ask the athletes what they're going to, like, they always, when they put them on camera, they go, hi, mom. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even. That's why you, you don't have the gold, because you can't, you can't do that. I have, I got like three ideas. Uh, one is like, you're being interviewed, and it's like, it's like, you just won the gold in the Depression Olympics. What are you going to do now? It's like, I'm going to Disneyland. And there's a place, there's a corner where I cry sometimes at <laughs> Disneyland. That's what I like to do there. Or just like, what, you know, it's like, I'm, the other idea was, uh, um, it's not just one person who can kill themselves. So like maybe some Olympics, they have like 10 gold medal winners, you know? And again, it is a 10-way tie for first. Depression <laughs> Olympics, all these people kill themselves. Oh, I guess sometimes the person, the athlete, will thank their mom. So then, in that case, you could, if you were, if you won the gold, oh, you yeah, could so. do that as a. You'd be like, I want to thank my mom and whatever. Is it? Yeah, I, that works. It's hard to know if any riffing on it. This is funny. It's <laughs> it's, 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 it's tough. Like, every week you're coming to me, you're like, oh God, I got a riff off. 
I just don't want to. I just don't want to say anything that's that sounds shitty or anything. You know. I love starting uh, sentences with maybe it's funny if when you when your brother kills himself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you want to throw your dad in there? Is anything your dad? Does? <laughs> it is. It is uh, funny. Yeah, because there's this. Uh, I, I can I can self filter as well because I have my own little you know guidelines and rules for myself as far as what I I, I think is proper or or I'm going to deem as being correct or appropriate. A lot of it's going to be if I truly felt this way at some point, then I think it's fair game. If I don't, I don't want to manufacture opinions or manufacture angles or feelings. Um, so it's not like an anything goes scenario, which is true. Doesn't mean that don't don't pitch them. But I will be like, oh yeah, that that's true, but that's not the point or the message. Or I'm a little more keen on that than I would be if I was just coming up with say the funniest thing possible. Um, so don't worry about it at all. Uh, I got two more things uh, that are directly related here. So right after that, um, because I don't know what makes you a survivor of depression. Sometimes people refer to it as that. Um, I don't. What, I don't know what makes you a survivor of anything. Uh, to be honest, like what makes you a survivor of cancer. I mean, if you had stage five cancer and you went through chemo for 18 months and came out the other side, I mean, you are a survivor. But what if you, you know, came across a weird mole and you had it removed? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not, I am not the person to say whether or not you are a survivor. But I feel like the stage five cancer girl is probably going to be like, all right, let's not go throwing around terms, you know, let's not go <laughs> willy nilly with the survivor thing. I wonder if there's a hierarchy in the cancer world. I'm a cancer survivor because uh, one time someone offered me a cigarette and I said no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think if you if you're starting off with that, there needs to be more that that these blanket terms in the first section uh, need more direction. Then you can easily transition that into this this new topic that you're talking about. Which is what I want to do. I, I think that I don't really have like a, a right almost to get into it, but because I introduce it this way, I'm like, look, I'm, I'm struggling with this myself to, to know right. where I stand. I'm sure even within the cancer community, the people must have issues by being like, oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> like when you're in, this, when the, in the stage five cancer ward, that's got to be like when you're in the VIP section of the club, I mean, you're behind the velvet ropes, you know, you're getting the bottle service. Like that's this is the real, if you're just coming in, <laughs> You're not the same. You know you're not the same. But I don't know. I'm just guessing. I assume it's true. Also, nobody is really a survivor of anything for long. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Miss America. You get to say it for a little while. <laughs> turn in the sash. That's funny. He was a cancer survivor, but then he was a, uh, a truck non-survivor. He got hit by a car or something. <laughs> My, yeah, my uh, my uncle's a cancer survivor. He got diagnosed with a stage five liver cancer, and then as he was leaving the doctor's office, he got hit by a truck. <laughs> he made it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cancer didn't get him. It wasn't the cancer. Um, I'll say one more point, uh, one more little thing. We could talk about either or. Uh, my mom was so narcissistic that I remember when she was in AA and she was learning about these classic alcoholic household roles. Uh, about um, she learned that people, her, her, the children cope differently, and that within uh, the children coping, there's usually what they call a, a comedian. 
not in the proper sense, but rather in the sense that some children deflect with comedy. And I remember when I was first started doing stand-up and I was about 15 years old, she'd be like, yep, that's, that's you, you know, you're the comedian. They told me in AA there's always a comedian. And I remember thinking like, are you taking credit for my defense mechanism? <laughs> that was my thought. Uh, it's a little, little long getting in, in the gate there, but, uh, but that's, uh, that, was, that was the thought I had. Uh, first, first thought that I had listening to that was the way that you talk about the roles. I think it, it felt to me like you were assuming knowledge on the audience's part. Okay. And I was a little bit lost there. And I was like, I, I'd much rather you start that bit talking about, this is one of the things they talk about in AA. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, well, yeah, you don't want to say defense mechanism because that would tip the punchline. But but something the, the, uh, there's another word for roles where I would know what you're talking about without. Uh, but but I was also confused when you gotcha. said the roles. Yeah, uh, yeah, different kids cope differently. There's different. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, yeah, that's a good I, fix. I, I wasn't familiar the way with that the children handle <clears throat> having alcohol. And maybe maybe I should have an example or two. Like one's a leader, one's this. Right. One, if you, you want know. to make a joke out of that, you can start including things that are obviously not like mage, orc, uh, <laughs> healer, and that's a real one. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, demolitions expert, uh, martial artist, uh, uh, lockpick. Uh, that's really here. funny. <laughs> yeah, if I if I did a deeper dive into that. That that would be super fun just to get into because then it's a joke within of itself of us of me just playing around being like man they've studied this so much they have all these different at you know and then I can talk about the comedian thing that way it's it's not that way I busted it up into two different things so my setup gets a little more mileage out of the the ratio of punchline to setup isn't as warped uh, that's a good that's a good one yeah I have to look these up I remember these when I was younger but I have to look them back up awesome. Uh, those yeah. are the three things I wanted to do today. I was just saying you can you can also like say uh, and by the, you can add that on. Uh, and by the way, I, I'm happy to be a comedian, but uh, I really wish I could have been a mage. <laughs> you know, but like that, that's just, if you wanted to just you know. I think I think sake. this could be good as one of those jokes that's funny because of how long it is. Mm. You know, and so first you start going through you the would think that roles. <laughs> <laughs> First you go to the actual roles, then you do D and D roles, then you do uh, you know levels of government, <laughs> then you do you know uh, people that work a heist, you know, and then you do contractors, you know. That's great. Yeah, I think there's a lot of uh, I think there's a lot of meat on that bone. Maybe cool. maybe Thank do some yeah. uh, sports. Uh, pick a sport, <laughs> pick different positions. Tight end, tight end, uh, wide receiver. <laughs> Because it'll Forward. connect with your Olympics thing. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, there's something to it about how much how much of a culture there is surrounding AA, and I do have a, a, a joke or two about that. And it it is interesting how much it's been studied to the point where they're already telling me what I am and what I'm going to do and I'm going to become and what role I'm playing. And I'm like, could you just like cure my mom already? Like, why? Are you <laughs> What are we doing? Stop telling me what my life's going to be like. It's like a, a fortune teller when you walk in, they look at your palms. <laughs> <laughs> and, and AA yeah. looks at your mom's. <laughs> it rhymes. I like. 
Uh, yeah, those are the three things: the the de- depression into the that into the that. So uh, uh, I like sorry, that. I had, that could be said, that could be good. I appreciate sorry, that. Thank I just had one last thought, Rob. Okay, right. The the um what do you call it? Can you guys fix my mom, please? Part of it. <laughs> it's like they're almost assuming they're gonna fail by yes. giving, by telling you about what's gonna happen to you. You know. And just like, well, I won't have to do that if you guys just fix my mom. And they're like, well, okay, slow down. All right. <laughs> right. We got like an 8% success rate. So, <laughs> Liz, I know you're just a kid, so you haven't drank yet, but it is pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to stop. <laughs> and then great. They're, they're just preparing for you to join. Like, what is it in college? <laughs> Legacy? Is that what it is? Right, Make a seat. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That's funny. I was going to say pyramid scheme, but I like I like uh, legacy, I like legacy is great. Uh, oh man, I gotta look. I gotta do a deeper dive into this so that I am certain of what uh, some of these things are. Because guaranteed, there is a, a subcategory of people who obviously, you know, since their since their parents were this, they are going to be that too. And I could dive into that, and I could certainly use that legacy term, you know, of like, uh, do you, do whatever. You use, do you use AA as like the over art? Like, it, do you keep going back to? No, no. This is actually the second time I even thought of it oh. and brought it back up because it feels like anyway. it could be pretty, uh, pre- like, uh, prevalent in your story. Right? I like do mention I have the twelve steps joke, and I have that hurt people, hurt people thing. Uh, I, I attribute it to AA, even though it's not really technically, but it's it's something that I, I, I use it to get into it as being like part of that. Because there is like an alcohol culture, you know, mm-hmm. it, of just, you know, I'm struggling, I take things one day at a time and all these little phrases and isms. So I do go into that a little bit. It feels um, like you could and, use that quite a bit in, in the telling of the story, though. Okay. If you want to um, as a convention. I don't know if at all there is uh, a parallel uh, here, but when you're talking about it like this, I just keep picturing a Renaissance fair. <laughs> I don't know. There's just like this whole culture. Everybody's getting dressed up as alcoholics. I don't. I just. I, I don't know what it is, but there's something. <laughs> it is weird. It is. It is something that. I, I was only like, I never went to like Al-Anon or Alateen or whatever those other things that they had. But I was always very curious about the sort of company that my mom kept while like in a pseudo recovery state. And, uh, but it's a lot of like, you know, positive affirmations, a lot of God stuff, whatever. Um, but I didn't want to really like shit on the thing entirely, but I just, you know, there were some aspects of it that I found from my perspective interesting. Um, Cool. This was actually uh, this was nice and helpful. I'm glad you guys liked the, the Olympic stuff as much as you did. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. And I, I, I really like the, um, your mom <laughs> taking credit uh, for your defense. Like, oh, yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> That's great. This, this is dark shit. I have no idea. I know you guys are going to like it. I, I keep on battling with audiences to see what, what they'll enjoy. Um, so hopefully at some point. Yeah. I, I mean, down with it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, bro. If they, oh, no, I was just gonna say, if they've gotten to Act Three, then <laughs> <laughs> they're in. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say, I think that, like, you know, because I, I, I know that you've been doing some of this material during shorter sets, right? Yeah. Like, if you got mm-hmm. like fifteen minutes, you'll throw in a little bit. I think that's so savvy because when it becomes a a long piece that people will go to a theater specifically to see and now to a comedy club, the material is going to be comedy club tested. It's going to be 
yeah. is going to be, uh, you know, it, it's gone through the roughest environment and come out funny. And so it's just going to be that much more satisfying for a theater audience to watch. Um, I, I, I appreciate that. I hope so. I yeah, agree. yeah, no, I think it's great, this uh, material that you're working on right now. Awesome. Thank you, and thank you all. What a great way to end this uh, episode. I appreciate <laughs> it, guys. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Check back for more individual clips and full episodes, or you can listen wherever you enjoy podcasts. If you want to support the show and get early access to new episodes as well as extra fan-only content, go to patreon.com slash itapod. That's itapod as in is this anything podcast. Relevant links in the description. Take care.